through the course of the year. So, we've rounded up some stats on random things the average person does. And we're wondering, are you above or below average when it comes to the following? Pizza. The average person eats 46 slices of pizza a year. It's only about four a month, less than once a week. How do you fare? I think I'm uh, below average on that one. Okay. Like it's occasionally. Right. And then I'm going to be the person that says, but I make cauliflower crust and everybody goes, shut up. <laughs> Are you also the person at the end of the night that goes, there's lots of cauliflower crust pizza left if anybody wants some? Or this regular dough with broccoli on it. You like that? No? <laughs> More for me. At my Super Bowl party <laughs> on the weekend, um, I did pizzas on the big green egg that were like a meat alternative, but they still had bread, so it counts. <laughs> well, my wife did a um, Mediterranean pizza, which was all veggies. Yum. And the other one was a potato pizza. You ever yeah. had, have you ever had the potato I have pizza? Not potato pizza. It's exactly how it sounds: sliced potato, yeah, uh, oregano, uh, like a butter, like a drizzle yes. oil, Keep and then, you, and then you, you bake that up. And that's what I had actually for lunch yesterday was a couple of slices of reheated pizza. Do you put uh, like still pepperoni on it? Nope. It's just the potatoes. Ooh, it's a straight up potato pizza. Neat. Yeah, I'm in. The Boston pizza variation on that is they call it the pierogi pizza. Oh yeah, and it's just potatoes on pizza with a bit of bacon and sour cream dolloped in the in the middle. That's the key to a good nap. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> good night. When it comes to books, the average person—I feel like this is a lot—the average person reads twelve to thirteen books a year. Yeah, I'm again below average on that one too. I have a hard time concentrating, so that when it comes to vacation, that's when I'll read. Mm-hmm. And I'm good at it on vacation, but in regular time, I'm not too distracted. My issue is I, I might, I'll read 12 a year, but I read six at a time. And by I read six at a time, I mean, I usually have at least three or four books going because with my, with my, uh, my, my ADD, I will like tap out of a book. Like I'm reading, um, Graham Coxton from Blur, the guitar player, his book right now, it's called Verse Chorus Monster. And I'm, I'm, I'm bored of it right now. So now I just dipped into another book by a guy named Steve Rosen called Tone Chaser, which is about Eddie Van Halen. And I read five pages of that last night and I'm like, too technical. So then I jumped into it. Like, so I am constantly jumping back and forth. So by the end of the year, I guess if you tally them up. Do you finish them? Yes. Okay. You do go back. I do end up finishing them. It's just very staggered. And my wife finds it exhausting. It sounds exhausting. She's like, which one of these are you reading right now? All of them. (laughs) At once. Even the one in the bathroom? I'm not touching that one. <laughs> and finally, ice cream. The average person eats, we'll do the imperial on this one. The average person eats 12.7 pounds of ice cream a year. Whoa. It's about a pint a month. Well, you wouldn't think that it would get, to, yeah, it's not that hard to get 12 pounds. <laughs> I'm below is, average on the other things, but I'm but thinking I'm, maybe I'm good at this one. This is where Shannon's like, <laughs> challenge accepted. I am in. Yeah, and ice cream's <laughs> even better in the summertime. If mom's paying for it, the ice cream man is coming! The ice cream man is coming! Mom! Mom! Don't have some money! The ice cream man is coming! We're just ordinary, average guys. He's the most fun, boring guy. No I kidding. I never want to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, anything but average Joe Walsh. Holy smokes. 
It's more of our average conversation. The average person, when it comes to the following, does this. When it comes to driving, the average person drives 51 minutes per day. Wow, I, <laughs> that seems like less. Mine is pretty straightforward. Every day, every week. Every morning, five minutes to work. Every day, every morning, late morning, five minutes home. Nice. Followed by an hour in the afternoon, driving somewhere to pick up something my wife has bought on Facebook Marketplace. There you go. So that, you're, is, that is my life. Last night, last night, it was a coffee table. Ooh. Yeah. Very good. It didn't, it didn't come with screws. That was fun. <laughs> You gotta go to the screws door. So how about you? What's the what's your commute? Uh, my commute in the morning on the way to work is like twenty five minutes. On the way home is about forty. At a good time, because uh, so you're like above that. Above average, yeah. But like, I think for the average Montrealer, is probably even more minutes per day spent driving. When you yeah. think like a rush hour and stuff like that, it often takes an hour to get from point A to my point B. If I was doing it at like four thirty, yeah, p.m. I love that uh, my average my average uh, drive time on Papineau is four minutes. My average wait time on Sherbrooke is an hour to ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah. The average person spends around four hundred and forty bucks a month on groceries. That sounds about right. I think that's so expensive right now. It's crazy. We were, we were laughing about uh, one of the uh, more affordable grocery stores had a commercial on TV, and they were um, advertising a giant bowl of fruit. We were like, it's like $1,000 worth of fruit. <laughs> Who can afford that? Your prices better be really low. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. And how about? The, yeah, go ahead. I like the average on uh, 1,500 hours a year. Yeah. I think this is you. Easy. Easily. Easily. Based on our conversations every Monday. I'm a multiple screen guy, too. I got three or four <laughs> screens going all the time. We're talking about the average amount of time that people watch television. So you are, like, increasing the numbers, I think. I am probably on target to be blind by 55. <laughs> At a dash of Montreal, a handful of rock, and some impromptu laughs, <laughs> and you get Mornings Rock with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. Waiting. The antithopathin. The breathed antithopathin. <laughs> For a Would You Rather Wednesday, which commences right now. It's a Would You Rather Wednesday on Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Some deep thoughts from the shallow end of the pool. A little hesitation off the start of that. I looked outside because the sun was there. And you ever notice that you, you see that there's sun and you look right into it for mm -hmm. some reason? And like did, it, did it temporarily, temporarily blind you? Yeah. All I saw was spots <laughs> in the room. I'm fine now, I think. <laughs> well, this is good because we're locked and loaded and ready to go because thousands have already weighed in on a Valentine's Day themed Would You Rather. So feel free to give us your two cents at 11.97.7 or 790.0977. For this first question, would you rather go out for a fancy dinner or stay in and cook? People overwhelmingly voted in favor of staying in. Hmm. Which you think people would vote for, you know, going out because you don't have to, you don't have to cook. I think sometimes when you go out on like days like Valentine's Day the prices are higher mm -hmm. they have a specified menu that includes you know nice drink options and whatever but it's slightly more expensive and maybe as a result slightly less romantic because uh, everybody else is, is out also it's true that said some people need an escape from the little screamers at their house <laughs> so maybe they take the hit that way the little screamers yeah my wife did a um 
my buddy Armando's barbecue that we got from for Super Bowl, we had some leftover brisket. My wife did like a ragu reduction with red wine over top of like a ribbon pasta Yum. that was just redonkulous <laughs> last night. I was left to my own devices last night and was a bit uh, distracted and honestly had toast for supper. You didn't. I swear to God. Did you at least put cream of mushroom soup over top of it? I put, no, peanut butter and banana with the side of blueberries. Oh, wow. Bloobs and nanners. Well, the good news is you got a couple weeks off. You're going <laughs> yeah. away. You got some beach time so you guys oh. can, can make up for Valentine's Day then. Fresh guac and salsa for 14 days. Nice. It's mm-hmm. the, the guac and salsa diet from Sharon Highland. <laughs> yeah. Also, would you rather, that's been weighed in on by thousands already, would you rather watch a romantic comedy from 20 years ago that you've seen a million times in love or watch a newer rom-com that you've never seen before? Revisiting the classic, the most popular answer, 66% of the vote. I did literally this last night. I ran through the list with my wife. I'm like, Notting Hill, no. I love Notting Hill. Yeah, Four Weddings and a Funeral, no. That's a classic, too. Have we, have we seen Moonstruck yet? I don't know. So I kept getting the I don't know. And then I threw on Netflix, and the first thing that popped up was My Place or Yours, the new Ashton Kutcher, Reese Witherspoon movie. Nice. My wife's like, that. I was like, done. And did you like that? I did. I did. I did like it. I found it like a little... Uh, the, the premise was a little bit wooden off the top, but mm-hmm. the characters warmed on me. Cool. Ashton Kutcher's one of those guys that I never think I like until I watch him, and then I do. <laughs> yeah. That's the most honest answer I can give you. And Reese Witherspoon is pretty much... She's Teflon. She's just never not good. It's true. She's and adorable. Good every single time. Yeah. I took uh, your review to heart a little bit the other day when you had talked about Shotgun Wedding and watched the movie anyways because we're fans of Jennifer Coolidge and liked it more than... Uh, good. Yeah. thought it was uh, decent, actually. And, I mean, there were certain parts that were a little bit... Uh, you know, could have used an edit here or there, but yeah. overall, kind of a fun movie. Like, action-packed and some fun liners. And Cheech, Cheech Marin's in it. There's also that. Yeah, there you go. And, a, you know, a low-cut Lenny Kravitz. Can't beat that either. Did you say low-cut Lenny Kravitz? Did I ever. Like the low-cut jeans? The low-cut top? Low-cut top. It was like, well, maybe button that one there. Okay. But we'll leave the rest open. I thought you were referring to his religion. So when we come back... Low-cut. Oh, brother. More from our <laughs> Would You Rather Valentine's Day poll. Chime in at 11.97.7. Valentine's Day, as you know, was created by the Hallmark Corporation as a way to ruin your marriage. <laughs> or as a way to empty out your bank account, because cards are like 150 bucks now. They really are. Which we wouldn't have to pay, Sharon. We wouldn't have to pay that much if people would stop flipping them over. There's only two reactions. Oh. Or, mm, dollar store. It's true, though. It's one I of those know. things. It used to be that you'd flip. Oh, it's a Hallmark card. Now, a card's a card. Whatever it says on the inside should matter, not where you got exactly. it. Exactly. You also shouldn't need a co-signer to buy a card. <laughs> Truth. Or a credit check. Lots of response to our Would You Rather Wednesday questions at 11.97.7, including going out for the Valentine's Day dinner versus staying at home. I would like to eat in. Okay. Yeah. Why? Valentine's dining in restaurants is pretty terrible. Fixed menu with only two choices, with two seatings, one at 6, one at 8.30. Everybody in the restaurant at the same time, everyone out at the same time. Higher prices and menu choices that are quick to prepare and get all the plates out quick. Kind of like Black Friday dining without the low prices, which I, you know what? You're going to the wrong spot. <laughs> I used to go to the same price fix restaurant. That, that's all they did because they sourced their menus locally. Right. So every day it was farm to table and Valentine's Day was like our tradition. We would go there. It's um, I'm trying to remember the, the woman's name. 
She's a celebrity chef. It was her restaurant. It used to be called Ruby Watch Co. And we go there every Valentine's Day, and it was amazing. Now, is it the lady that has the tattoo on her palm? Yes. I think I know who that is. Yeah. I remember her name. Yeah, she's always on the Marilyn Dennis show. She's yep. in the Tim Hortons commercial. Yeah. Uh, Lynn Crawford. There you go. Thank you for the word association. So, yeah, so, she, so she's great. So, yeah, so I disagree. I think if you find the right price fix, you can find a great restaurant. But that's the thing. If, if, if you're used to it at that restaurant, if you go, if you try to go to a restaurant that has changed their ways for mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, then it sort of bites a little bit. Uh, Ryan wrote that he'd rather watch paint dry than watch a rom-com. <laughs> Thank you very much for being so There's succinct. There's a channel, by the way, if you want to watch paint dry. <laughs> yeah. It exists. It's in the 700s on Bell. It's right near the uh, Fireplace Channel. Yes. And as relaxing. The aquarium. Um, and Natalie Pierrefonds says, uh, no dinner out on Valentine's, but let's face it, my man Paul makes a fabulous dinner every night. I like the old school rom-com. I rewatch Serendipity every Christmas, but I think the new rom-coms have been putting out some, uh, that they've been putting out has been pretty good. So she's right there on the fence with me. I like you, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, I think you can sort of vary it each and every year. Yeah. Princess Bride was another one that they got nay stayed at my place last night, which is the downside of something you've watched. It's dependable, but... Sometimes you go back to the well too many times. Like Harry, when Harry met Sally, used to be the go-to yeah. for, for like Valentine's Day. And then after a while, it kind of, it runs its course. I love Actually at Christmas time. How about that one? Yeah, Love Actually, oh, also great. Love it. Also a reminder from us that you should not rely on Google for all of your ideas for Valentine's Day. Wait until you see what our most popular searches for Valentine's Day are. This is a map released by Google. Shows what people are searching for date-wise this week. The number one search term in the state of California is mini-golf. <laughs> if I took my wife to mini-golf, I, I would she'd bury me under a windmill. Here's how Montreal wakes up. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Shome 97.7. Tell us if this is true in your life. Via text. (laughs) There's a new study that claims couples take longer to text each other back the longer that they've been together. We found the average response time for people that are new, honeymoon stage of that relationship, 16 minutes, 50 seconds. They also send each other like 15 messages a day and share social media posts seven times. Oh, look how cute this is. But apparently after like two years, average response time doubles. goes to 24 minutes. Wow. What's it like for you guys? Well, um, I just counted our texts from yesterday. Uh-huh. And it was 20. 20 back and forth. Yeah. Okay. 20, you, to, 20 like 10 each, let's say. Could you do me a favor, look at the... And the, more bubbles, too, by the way. Like, I, I glommed different bubbles as okay. part of, like, one text. Can you do me a favor? Can you... I'm, I'm going to talk about one thing. Take a quick look at that again. Yep. And look at the timestamps and tell me if you can pick out how long it, like, the resp- like were they instant, instant responses back and forth? Usually. So you use, like, as soon as you get it, you respond. Yeah, pretty much within a couple of minutes. Yeah, I do too. Yep. Literally all the time. I had a buddy that used to call his cell phone uh, my unlimited leash. <laughs> and I'm like, why do you call it that? He said, anytime my wife wants to know where I am, she just yanks my chain. Oh, wow. I was like, you guys should work on your communication <laughs> skill set. <laughs> Maybe. Sounds super happy. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. But when you think about it, you know, there is unlimited accountability now because of the smartphones that we have. You can you can get in touch with your partner immediately. Yep. And if you don't get a response immediately, you're like, hello, where are you? Because yeah. I find it really funny. Like my wife, if my wife goes to Nova Scotia, she'll write me, she'll be like, what you doing? And I write back immediately. 
because I'm, I'm only ever doing the same thing, sitting on my couch having a beer the entire time she's away. And uh, actually, that's not true. Sometimes I'm, I'm getting up to go sometimes to the... Sometimes I'm having two beers. Sometimes I'm getting up to go to the fridge to get a beer to come. Anyways, <laughs> but I digress. But I'll text my wife. Hours will go by when she's in Nova Scotia. Really? Hours will go by. And I'm like, well, she must be busy. But I find the opposite is, is true. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess based on, you know, how I act normally. <laughs> she's like, I need to know where you are at all times. I get worried if I don't hear back. Well, sure. And the only time that I... if. Uh, if I don't write back right away, it's because uh, maybe I've taken the dogs out and I didn't bring my phone with me. Right. Or I'm over there and my phone's over there. It's rare, but it happens. Yeah. But it's not like a bad thing. Oh, where were you? Oh, sorry, I didn't respond so quick. So we, we both fly totally in the opposite of this because we both answer immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I, it's just habit. It's like, hey, hey, this. I'm like, okay, yeah, that. It really stands out, though, when uh, when the texts don't come back right away, no matter who you're texting. And especially now, what we know, the only time you're not going to know that you got a text message is if it's not with you. Yeah. People have their Fitbits uh, attached to their phones, so their their wrists are buzzing. Right. So you're actively not responding in most cases. <laughs> the earlier your relationship, the quicker the response time is for text messaging. Allegedly. Allegedly, because we are angelic, you and I, with our uh, partners and getting responses back in general, I think. Hey, you took the time to write me. I'm going to write you back, babe. Yep. Love you. <laughs> but I found something else that's kind of fun and positive, too, that they they say that uh, an easy way to give yourself a boost based on a study that they've done is to have at least one solid conversation with someone. So okay. talking. Yeah. <laughs> I did a hand gesture just to let you know what I meant for talking. Uh, the research has determined that it helps with stress and anxiety, makes us feel more connected, and that they identified seven different types of communication that qualify as solid conversations. So joking around, catching up, deep, meaningful conversations, showing care for someone, valuing someone's opinion, offering a, a compliment, or even just listening. Do you keep in touch with your friends? Yeah. Like regularly on the phone or text or... Um. I say, yeah, not really. I check in. I check in via text all the time. That's but I'm, like, I'm pretty. Works. I'm actually pretty solitary. Really? Yeah, yeah. But I talk to. But I like. I, I talk to my guys regularly. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not the type. Like on a Saturday afternoon, if I'm by myself, I'm not going to call somebody to talk for an hour. Right. I will generally just. I would rather spend time just hanging out, like literally just by myself. Really? Yep. Cool. But I do like. I do like because all of that for what you just talked about essentially kind of talks about what we do. For a living, mm -hmm. and on a good day, that's the kind of communication we can have for other people. Like a text we got from Jen this morning that said, "Hey guys, I've been up since two o'clock in the morning, can't sleep, can't tell you how much I needed your company this morning. Thank you. Wow. So thank you for that because that's what, literally what we're trying to do is just have a conversation. It totally qualifies. Hang our out jobs. and have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's true because otherwise it's just you and I, and when we you know when one of us is uh, off, it's mm -hmm. just. One person in a room. Like, right. Randy's going to come in and talk to himself for a few hours this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth of it, the physical truth of it. But the fact that you guys are listening really helps. So thank you for uh, connecting and uh, making our conversation make sense. It's how Montreal wakes up. Good morning. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. If you've been ignoring the noise your car's been making for like four or five months before you take it to the mechanic, it's probably too late. <laughs> I'm always amazed that we can actually do that as human beings. Our cars make noise. We ignore them. There's lights that come on. We ignore them. Then something goes wrong and we're like, I can't believe that cost me 400 bucks. <laughs> Might have cost you 40 had you not ignored them. Yeah. Do you find if your car 
like even remotely starts to something is is off, you're like right into the shop. Um, yeah, because the Sharon Highland wheels start spinning, and the problem is something that doesn't even isn't even in the realm of possibility. So, right, I'm going to make sure that that doesn't happen because because you can you can ignore it for sure, but you can't because it's there. Do you the, know? And it's messing with your head. The indicator warning came on in my car to tell me that it was time to go in for service to get my oil changed. Mm-hmm. So I found if I go to the my master settings on my car, I can reset that warning. Mm-hmm. So now it won't show up for another 20,000 kilometers. So I've actually doubled the amount of time I get to before between oil changes. That's dumb. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just really lazy. <laughs> we found this, though. It's pretty cool. It's a YouTube channel called Just Rolled In. And it's obviously an, auto, it's an automobile YouTube channel. But one of the things the mechanics on this site did was they quoted the sounds that customers told them their cars were making. Okay? Love it. And then they actually pl- they recorded the cars. So see, see how close they think they are. Customer states, my vehicle sounds like an elephant. Check. Hard to ignore that, but yeah. yeah no doubt. <laughs> Customer states, whenever I roll the driver window down, it sounds like somebody screaming. <laughs> Customer states, truck sounds like a snare drum. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. That is funny. Customer states, their vehicle is making farter noises. Okay. Farter. Farter. Farter noises. It's a farter. Might be the starter. Is your, tell me by. Is your farter started? Is your starter farted? <laughs> Sounds more like an animal. Yeah. Than it does. <laughs> it's going to be specific on the farter. <laughs> but you can, tell, you can tell it's accurate when the person in the background is laughing. They're right. It does sound yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. So is your car making a noise currently? Feel free to describe it to us. And Sharon and I... <laughs> will fix it. We will fix it on the spot because yeah. not only are we broadcast professionals, we are certified automobile technicians. We are certifiable. 790-0977. <laughs> if your starter is farting, <laughs> text us as well, 1197.7. David from 1197.7, don't stop, stop the rock. I want my coworker to work today. Done. Challenge <laughs> accepted. It. How's that spoon man working for you? <laughs> <laughs> so from Adam in Laval this morning, my car makes walrus groaning <laughs> noises, which, by the way, these are walruses groaning. Oh. So that's... I like that sound in the middle. The middle one? <laughs> like it can't even believe it's making that sound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So you know what? It could be a lot of stuff. Sharon and I, I've, I've, we've 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 compared notes. I'm gonna go with might be your power steering pump, depending. I mean, if depends on the hydraulics as well. Could be the power steering. Can fluid. I hear the sound again? You want to hear the sound of the walrus? That, yeah, that time? would help me. The walruses. Okay. Yeah. So this is what he says his car sounds like. Adam and Lavelle. <laughs> so those yeah. are those aren't good. It's troubling. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go through power steering. It could be, I don't know, man. We also talked about it could be rotors. 
Could be your brake pads. Could be worn what out a little bit. Your boots. Could be your boots. Yeah, it could be. Could be all that stuff. It the, also, I mean, I don't want to, you know, get too technical, but have you considered it might be your flux capacitor? I was standing on the edge of my toilet, hanging a clock. The porcelain was wet. I slipped, hit my head on the edge of the sink, and when I came to, I had a revelation, a vision, a picture in my head, a picture of this. This is what makes time travel possible. The flux capacitor. Flux capacitor. Flux capacitor. Also, wow. if, if you go too quick in your car, if you get up to 88 and see serious, then you could also have an issue. You should, <laughs> well, get, that, you should get that checked out, too. Uh, we've heard back from... Uh, Adam? Yeah, who says that uh, you nailed it. Oh, Jen. good. You see? nailed it. It's not the flux capacitor, unless you meant pump. Right. Which you did say it could be. We will not be invoicing you for our services. That one is on, on the house. On the house. There you go, buddy. All right. We'll get into your MTL. We'll also get into your shot at 200 bucks, just for knowing your Shome Rock. It comes down to you IDing eight songs. It's Shome's eight tracks. If you want to get on our guest list and play the game, let us know you want to play the game. 11977 to text us or 514 790 0977. New music, movies, shows you cannot miss, and so much more. All courtesy of the biggest head in Montreal. We measured. That's a huge noggin. Has its own weather system. It's Cheese Jams. Hey, everybody. This week, it's a big-ass outdoor festival, a massive movie with an ant-sized star, and Diamond Dave is back, baby. First up this weekend, it's the kickoff of the Montreal Highlights Festival. The mission? Get you outside in the wintertime. Also into theaters and restaurants. It's the best (laughs) of Montreal in the winter. All the details at MontrealUnLumiere.com. Magnifique. Oh, la, la, Jay. Up next, I'm not a huge fan of the Avengers movies, I know, but I do love me some Paul Rudd. So I'm recommending Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. It's in Montreal theaters this weekend. Continuing adventures of Ant-Man and the Wasp and their extended Hive family who find themselves exploring the quantum realm. It's a secret universe beneath ours. What are you so afraid of? There's something I never told you. This place. It isn't what you think. I can get you home. And give you more time. If you help me. So, what's it gonna be? Okay, this is definitely a flick you want to see on the big screen. And pro tip, some edibles wouldn't hurt either. (laughs) But you do you. (laughs) And finally, next week, I'm going to tell you all about a great new Eddie Van Halen book that I've just started. So I want to make sure I give you an informed opinion next week. So today, it's all about Diamond David Lee Roth. No auto tuning, no reverb. And only about five and a half years of constant, endless, endless practice. We didn't work on Sundays. We recovered from Saturday night dinner show. We called it the dinner show because that was all that was on your mind the entire time that you would play on Saturday night, no matter where we would play.
there ever been a better rock on tour of rock and roll than Diamond Dave? Spoiler alert, no. Check out The Roth Show. It's on YouTube. Then hit me up at Jay on Shom on Instagram. We'll discuss Diamond Dave, Van Halen, movies, whatever else you want to tap, tap, tap about. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap And that, my friends, is Jay's Jams. Jay's Jams are always available at Shom.com. Internet magic in mornings always rock. With Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Shom 97.7. If you get a chance, Google Noel Gallagher answers Lad Bible's questions. And it's literally a this or that, but he has to be 100% honest. He's asked questions like, the who or the stones? Ooh. Exactly how he answers that question. <laughs> Most cocaine you've ever done in a day. Like Ooh. questions like, yeah, he, he answers the exact same way as that. Yikes. Music or sex? That's one of the questions. Huh. It's like five or six minutes. I watched it yesterday. It was uh, very good. That's the latest. Nice. From Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. Hearing a little bit of, oh, Sally can wait. Don't look back in anger. If you're getting those vibes off of it, I'm cool with that. I'm good. Same, same here. Um, Council Skies coming in June, right? We have to wait all the way to June? Yeah. Isn't that right? So we'll get two singles deep before that comes out. At, hopefully two. As we get uh, even more centimeters deep, blowing snow, hopefully you're driving carefully, and hopefully you're ready for Randy Renault to bring in the rest of the day in a couple of minutes. We talked earlier this morning about how it's World Kindness Day, and coming off of that clip of the airline where the... The righteous passenger has to get off for their connecting flight and that everybody should be getting out of her way kind of thing. The number of small things that you can do to maybe change the course of somebody else's day would, in effect, also change the course of your day. So positive out gets positive back. And in scrolling a little bit earlier this morning, I found a quote from the Dalai Lama who said, Be kind whenever possible. It's always possible. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do something nice. On a snowy, blustery, gross day like today, maybe pick up a shovel for somebody else. Hopefully, something nice that we do for you is leave you with hopefully a smile on your face as we do a little thing we call Mornings Random, which is the best and the worst of the week that was completely out of context in just a moment. And hopefully, it don't make you frown too hard with our high harmony on this. Hi, hi. (gasps) Hi, hi, hi. Bye. some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. It's Mornings Random with Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. Roses are red. Orchids are black. I swear to God, I thought the stripper would give the money back. Rock news is what we're going to do. Do the rock news. Yeah. <laughs> Farter. Farter. Tell me why. Is your starter fart? <laughs> I'll take fancy ass words for <laughs> 200 crusty hose. Danny, use your words, Danny. Danny. Danny, use your words, Danny. Danny, don't make me call Carol. Danny, Carol's coming now. Are you happy, Danny? He's not happy. You guys are loopy today. <laughs> you think, lady? You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantel on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.